Welcome to the Gutch Church Podcast. My name is Kennedy Shear, and thanks so much for joining us. Today, we have a great word from my dad, Pastor Bill Shear. If this ministry has changed your life, will you let us know? Send us an email to story at gutschurch.com. Well, um, thank you for being here. This is a special night for me because I get to preach the word. And, and I want you to know that I am, this is a blessing to me. This is, I get more out of this than anybody here, I think, just because the, the word has power when we speak it. Understand that, that it's the kingdom is in us. See, everything in the world causes us not to realize that, but I'm telling you, the promise of God, the truth of this gospel is his kingdom is within us. We're his temple, all right? This isn't a temple made by hands anymore. This is, and and Jesus, at the end of of the book of John, he went to his disciples and he said, let me tell you, man, and and what the Bible says, he breathed the Holy Spirit into him. It's the last thing that he did with them. And before he died and and defeated death in the grave and resurrected, the last thing he did in his ministry is he said, listen, man, I'm I'm putting a command on you in in the first chapter of Acts. And being assembled together with them, he commanded them. See, I think that we, I think that we lose the, you know, we're thinking, man, this is, well, I got a choice in this and I, I, I could go if I want to, and I could stay if I want to, and I could... No, Jesus said this. He said, listen, there are, there are commands about this that he didn't plan. He said, in being assembled together with them, he commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, you've heard from me. He commanded them. For John truly baptized with water, but listen to this. But you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. Jesus commanded them to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Now think about this, because we it's, it's so goofy. The, a lot of the doctrine about the Holy Spirit is so goofy, it's not goofy at all. This is more the same. Understand that. That's what Jesus said. He said, I'm going to send another comforter. He said, look, I must go. It's to, it's to your advantage that I go. Man, think about those guys. Those guys thought the advantage was being with Jesus, and then it was just, it's more the same. In Ephesians, the fifth chapter in the 18th verse, Paul writes, and he says, look, don't be drunk with wine in which is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit. See, in, in, the, in, the, in the Greek, which is what it's written in, it, it's not, the translation's a little weak. But the, the literal translation of this is be being filled with the Holy Spirit, continuously filled with the Holy Spirit. See, the church at Ephesus started in power, and it continued for centuries in that power. See, we think about that, and listen, in, in today's market of church, the average charismatic church lasts 20 years. That's the run, the throw of the average charismatic, the average pastor in a, in a charismatic church, in a, in a full gospel church, in an independent church last 20 years. 
Well, here, the church in Ephesus had hundreds. They, it, for centuries, they operated in the power that Paul referred to in this, in this letter. In the 15th verse, he says, See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. Okay, and really, I, the, the literal translation is don't be stupid. Man, understand this is the will of God. Redeeming the time because the days are evil. We are walking in evil times. It's like, man, we, we can want we, we can, we can to figure out and, and, and try to diagram the last days and the end of times and what it is. And I, I guess that there's something thrilling about that. And but I think we could probably throw a dart at a board and be as accurate. But what Paul said is, look, don't be foolish. Don't be unwise. Man, walk circumspectly. He said, therefore, don't be unwise. But he said this, listen, but understand what the will of the Lord is. See, what the devil's going to try to do, and I'm just telling you, the devil is cunning. And we can't be ignorant of his devices. And what he's going to try to do is get you to, to think that you don't understand what the will of, will of God is. See, and then we want to personalize it and say, well, what's the will of God for my life? Let me tell you something. I could sit down with you and with a third of a cup of coffee, help you with the will of God in your life. It is that easy. It is that simple. I go back to what Jesus said, the way, and I believe the way he did everything is the way, the way he does every, anything is the way he does everything. He said, look, my yoke is what? Easy. My teaching is easy. So if I'm the devil, what I want to make it, I want to say, no, it's complex. It's too hard. No, it's easy. And then it's like, oh my gosh, man, the weight of this burden. No, he said, no, my burden is light. You know, I'm reading in Habakkuk today, and it talked about the vision and write it and make it clear, make it simple, man, so that those running, running can run by and read it and grab it and live it. And, and I think about that and I'm, and I'm praying about it. I, I just researched just that long and I realized that it's actually a, the vision in our life is a burden. Like Pastor Sandy's got a women's night, August the 20th, she is burdened with that night. See, our division, see, it's, it goes from an idea to a dream to a vision to a burden. I'm burdened with, this, with, with Tulsa, Oklahoma. I'm burdened with our state. I'm burdened with our nation. I'm burdened with the world. You know, I mean, I, I went and saw that freedom, the, the, the voice or sound of freedom movie, and so powerful, but it's like, Man, let's wake up and be burdened with the plight. Because let me tell you what the devil does. The devil is in the business of trafficking people. And he has been for centuries, for generations. Entire generations have been groomed and trafficked by the devil. And, and it's like, whoa, this is a new thing. Oh, this is a new phenomenon. Oh my gosh, there's predators out there. It's, there's nothing new about it. The Bible says there's nothing new under the sun. And let me tell you, the devil is not, write, please write this down. The devil is not creative. What he's going to try to do is counterfeit every bit of creation that God's done. That's what he's going to do. 
And, and so then Paul gets personal with a general comment. He said, don't be drunk with wine in which is dissipation, but be filled or be being filled with the Holy Spirit. And, and, and he said, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. It's what we did for the first 35 minutes of our service. We just fulfilled that command in the word, giving thanks always for all things to God the Father in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And then submitting to one another. Submitting to what's the submitting to the word? See, I'm, there's OU fans in here. There's OSU fans in here. There's LSU fans in here. There's all kinds of, there's, and we're, but we're all JAG fans, right, Brooklyn? This is a JAG's house right now, Duval. Not, and well, we'll go Andy, but it's, it's, it's the county, I guess, of Jacksonville. And the first time I heard it, I thought, that's goofy. And then I'm at that game where, the, where they throw like a dozen picks in the first half, and it's a playoff game, and it's like it's over. Everybody's thinking, man, it's over. People are leaving. And I'm like, dear God, it can't be over. It's got, man, I got grandbabies counting on this not to be over. This isn't football. This is, this is grandbabies. And the next thing you know, they come back. So I'm thinking, man, that Duval cheer is goofy. That comeback, guess what I'm doing? Losing my mind. Duval! I'm Duval Bill. But see, we've got to understand, we've got to look at this, and it's submitting to what? Submitting to the word. Submitting to the preaching of the word. Do you bear witness with the teaching that you get in these services? Well, submit to it. You're not submitting to my football team or my... The, 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 the color of my truck or even the style. It isn't style. It's not flavor. It's the word. It's what we have. It's our power. Okay, submitting to one another in the fear of God. See, the fear of God is putting our trust in his word. It's honoring his word, giving thanks always, totally immersed in thankfulness. Giving thanks always. Is that hard to do? Yes. Is that counterintuitive? Yes but it's counterintuitive to the world. It's counterintuitive to our senses. It's counterintuitive to what we see and how we feel. Giving thanks always. See, and what this becomes is a new dimension of life. Man, the, the world, no, I mean, they, they can prove things in natural dimensions. But this isn't a natural dimension of life. This is a new dimension of life. There's a, there's a one-time work of grace that happens. We get saved. That's, that's by the grace of God we're saved through faith, that, not of ourselves. Okay, so, but, but then there's a grace for us to be filled with the Holy Spirit, the, bapti the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Man, we have, it, it's, that, it's that upper room experience. Well, that's an act of grace. The baptism of the Holy Spirit. It, it, it's receiving the power of God. But now what Paul's talking about in Ephesians is then there's the continual grace of being filled that empowers us to live this life. How am I going to get through today? God's graced me and filled me with his spirit today. 
and the curse of the law now has no effect. See, the devil's going to try to con us into buying back into the curse of the law. Poverty, sickness, and death, which is what we've been redeemed from. We've been delivered. Say this with me. I have been delivered from poverty, sickness, and death. I will not allow it to re-enter my life. But I'm going to be filled with the Holy Spirit daily. You can clear your throat too if you want to. But see, here's the deal. The deal is the devil's going to, and you know what? Religious, goofy people are going to say, why'd God allow that? It rains on the just and the unjust alike. We have to allow it to take control. See, you've, you've got to concentrate here. You have to have some focus in your life to say, wait a second. This thing has just hit my natural life, I'm not letting it have control. I'm going to speak the word. And the Bible says in season and out of season, I'm going to proclaim God's promise because what, what's the first thing I said? I'm fortunate in here because I get to speak the word. It's where the power of God is in the speaking of this. See, we can read it, read it, and study it, and Think about it. I think that's all powerful, but then the word of God's got to be in your mouth. It's got to be in the tip of your tongue. See, and, and here's what I want to deliver in these services. I want to deliver a ready word for you. Man, when something, something hits your life tonight, tomorrow, next week, next month, whatever it is, something gets in your purview here and you're like, oh my gosh, it's impending doom. No. Why? Because the word says no evil shall befall me, nor any, no evil can put me on my back, nor any plague come near where I live. Well, wait a second, man, I've, I've, got, a, I've got a tumor. No, 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 no. As long as you say that, you take possession of it, and it turns around and has possession of you. But see, what does the word say? The word says that we have to apprehend. See, what happens is, is a diagnosis of, for a, a scientific or a medical diagnosis turns in to, and it, it's an, it apprehends us, it, it, it arrests us. So now it's like I'm a, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a recovering addict. Well, here, let me show you. It, it's, been, it's been, for me, it's been over 40 years. I'm not a recovering anything. By now I've recovered. You know what's funny? And, this, and it, it, honestly, it's comical. I never said, God, take this, take this addiction from me. God, take these drugs from me. Take this liquor. I never said that. I had this preacher very directly, hence rudely. See, I found out when we speak the word to people directly, oh, that's rude. That's in your face. It's like, okay, you didn't grow up in the same place I grew up if that's in your face. In your face is followed by a fist in the mouth. That's in your face, okay? But this is just direct. This guy directly said, you're a new creation in Christ. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Something happened in my life when that, I wasn't filled with the Holy Spirit yet. Yeah, I'd received Jesus. I'd received the Holy Spirit. I'd had that one-time grace. But that secondary grace that comes into our life that is a continual infilling of the Holy Spirit that I live by now hadn't hit my life. But let me tell you, him speaking that word, the sword of the Spirit 
penetrated my heart and somehow affected me up to today. So I didn't have to think. People say, man, how'd you, how'd, how'd you quit drugs? It's like, I didn't quit them. I'm, I became a new creation in Christ. What happened to liquor? Uh, it passed away. R.I.P. liquor. I don't go visit any tombstone anywhere. See, the continual grace, the continual baptism, the continual filling of the Holy Spirit in our life. Because here's the bottom line. This is good news or bad news. Whatever you're full of controls you. That's why the, that's why the, the world will say, Dad, you're full of well, that, that's controlling you. See, whatever, is that point on, that point, was that point on the board? Whatever you're full of controls you. And I love that thought. I want God's word to control me. Because what happens then, it gives me control of my life. See, because all God's about is freedom. The Bible says it's for, this sounds so goofy. It's for freedom that Christ has set you free. How many of you guys have been set free? It's for freedom. So now you're free to choose the trajectory of your life. The winds of the world Don't hinder the trajectory of a believer's life. See, Jude 1.16 says, these are are grumblers and complainers walking according to their own lusts. See, and it's interesting in Ephesians, you look at Ephesians 4, it's all this junk that these guys brought into the church. And what did Paul do? Paul brought them back. He said, listen. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. Be being filled. And then, then now Judas said, look, these are, these are grumblers, complainers, walking according to their own lust, and they, they mouth great swelling words. Here, how about this one? Flattering people to gain advantage. See, we call that charm. But you, beloved, remember the words which were spoken before by the apostles of our Lord Jesus Christ, how they told you that there would be mockers in the last time who would walk according to their own ungodly lust. These are sensual persons who cause divisions not having the spirit, not operating in that grace of continual baptism, continual infilling of the Holy Spirit. But you, beloved, building yourselves up in your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. See, keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. And on some, have compassion, making a distinction, but others save with fear, pulling them out of the fire hating even the garment defiled by the flesh. See, th- th- let me break this down and the point of this service, okay? This, 
This is what, I, what I'm about to say is what I want to be your takeaway. Okay, building yourselves up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit. Okay, building yourself up in your most holy faith, building yourself up, look at it like this, expanding your capacity to trust God. See, here's the issue. The issue is, and you'll hear people say, I've got faith for health, but I don't have faith for finances, or I've got faith to pray for other people. I, have, I don't have faith for, for myself personally. See, that's just, all that is is just puts everything into a knot. Let me untie that knot. See, God has grace available for, for, available for us as we provide capacity. See, what happens is building myself up, what I'm doing, when I pray in the Holy Spirit, when I pray in tongues, when I pray in tongues, what it does is it, 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 it enlarges the capacity for the grace of God that I'm saved by to operate, to strengthen my faith. See, the understanding it's not, well, it's weird. or And yeah, you know what? Yes, when you don't know how to praise, you ought, but let me help you. How many of you guys are disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ? Let me see your hands if you're disciples. Because that's a mission of this church to make disciples. Wave your hands if you're disciples. Let me tell you, if you're a disciple, you know how to pray. So, so what, is it, what does that leave us with, to pray in tongues? What does it do? It expands my capacity to receive God's grace to, to trust God for whatever. See, God has grace available for us as we provide. It's all about capacity. God's willing, and we have to provide the capacity. We have to see, it's what the Bible says I must decrease. Why? So that He can increase. You put your faith in money, you've got to decrease, decrease that. Why? So you can put your faith in God. Can I tell you, money's easy. And you'll say, yeah, but wait a second, what, what's the world doing? What, what, do you, what do you mean? What has the world always done? The world's always, always tried to cheat the church out of the benefits that God's given us. One of those benefits is, are, is that God's given us the power to get wealth to establish his covenant. See, and you know what? We lose that. We talk, we talk about the elites and, and, and all, and, as an evil term. Let me tell you something. You're in the elites. God's hands on your life. See, the devil's just counterfeiting. He's just trying to counterfeit what God's already given and what God's already provided and who God is in our lives. Man, my goodness, it's like, well, you know what? My marriage. Well, but you know, there's just a little bit of depression. Do you understand God took care of that depression while we were singing. Songs and hymns and spiritual songs is all that happened. See, and, and it, it's just like this. I'm telling you, you've got to, Paul said, look, I pray in tongues more than all of you. You know what he's saying? My capacity to trust God is so huge and so strong. Get on my train because I'll take you to the promised land. You'll say, well, wait, where does it say the authority? He said, follow me as I follow Christ. That's the train. The triumphant train. God, I thank you 
for your supernatural ability for me to be filled with your spirit continually. Can you say that with me right now? God, I thank you for your supernatural ability. I'm providing capacity, God. I ask you to fill me afresh with your spirit. God, that you've graced me, you've empowered me to live this life continually filled with your spirit, hearing your voice, led by your voice, led by your word, trusting your word, the power of your word becomes a sword in my mouth. And God, I thank you for the dynamic nature of heaven because your kingdom is in me, God. Say it again, your kingdom is in me. If you're here and you need to get your life right with God, I want you to stand at your seat. If you need to make Jesus Lord of your life, maybe you came in here and go, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm not a Christian or maybe I'm a really poor Christian. I want to be a better Christian. I want you to stand right now wherever you are. And if you're here and you've never been filled with the Holy Spirit, I want you to stand as well. Or if you're here and maybe you've lagged from the baptism of the Holy Spirit, being filled with the Holy Spirit, I want you to stand as well because I want to pray for all of you. So please stand if that's you. If you need to get your life right with God, make Jesus Lord of your life. Or if you want to get filled with the Holy Spirit, or maybe you just want to get back on track with the Holy Spirit, man. I need to, this is, maybe you're here and it's like, you know, this, 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 I've, I've, I've bought in, I've drank the, the I'm not saying that, but um, I bought in, but it, it, I haven't pursued it. It hasn't been real in my life. See, this is just what you're per- pursuing. That, that's, I'm just asking you to pursue this and God will make it real. Man, more real than me standing in front of you speaking to you. I'm just telling you, God's given you a ridiculous opportunity right now. I'd advise you to take it. Just stand if that's you. Maybe you've been filled with, maybe you were taught that there's only one grace, that you get baptized with the Holy Spirit when you get saved. I, I'm down with that, but I think that's leaving a big gap in this thing. That you just want to receive that grace to be continually filled with the Holy Spirit, to pray in an unknown tongue. See, if you don't pray in tongues, I want you to stand right now. Well, it's awkward. No, no, duh. And you know what? I, I, I mess around. I, I, I tease sometimes. I say, look, I'm the king awkward. And I kind of am. You, any of you guys that know me, it, it, you got to get past the awkwardness of, to, to love me. But see, some people will say, to know me is to love me. Well, to me, to know me and get 
past my awkwardness is to love me. And, um, but is it God? That's my question. And let me tell you, six foot one and full of fun up here right now, it's absolutely God. 1,000% God. Man, I love, I love hearing Pastor Sandy talk about her, that, that, that grace that came into her life and she prayed in tongues. I mean, it, it's like it, it, anybody, everybody. I, I promise you, you'd get Brad Pepin, an elder here, you'd let him tell you about when he got filled with the Holy Spirit. You're like, oh my gosh, you should write a book. That's what people will say. But see, what this is going to do now, this, is, this grace is engaging you. Remember I used that term dimension? This grace is engaging you into a new dimension. And, and, and for me, it's like, oh my gosh, I can't get enough of this. For me, it's like, oh my gosh, this is better than cocaine. It is. I mean, you pray in tongues. You pray, and, and you don't know how to pray, so you pray in the Spirit. You, but it builds you up in your most holy faith, and it's like, oh my gosh, I'm entering a most holy faith part of my life. This is, this, I got a new trust in God. And, and, you know, there's people, and I agree with this totally, it's a heavenly language. It really is. So, one more time. If, if you want to get your life right with God, make Jesus Lord of your life, get filled with the Holy Spirit, or engage in the reality of the baptism of the Holy Spirit in your life, just stand. If you've never prayed in tongues and you want to, stand. If you're just thinking, you know, my life just hasn't been awkward of late. I want to make it more awkward. Just stand, because that's what's going to happen. <laughs> can, can, I, can I tell you guys, this is revival. Like, I, I know people should be running and, and have, having banners and waving ribbons and stuff. Um, this, this is revival. This is it. And this is what Disciples Jones for. You know, we've got the School of Ministries coming up, and it starts at the end of this month, I think August 21st. Or, and... Um, It's gone. It, it, we're going to make disciples. We're going to build an army. But, but I'll, I'll just pull the curtain back and just tell you what's in my heart. I want to build, I want to make disciple makers. I want to be able to turn folks loose and wreak havoc on the darkness. You guys are with me on that? And um, so I, I need uh, pastors and elders and staff people to go and pair up with people that are standing right now. Don't put your hands on them until I pray for them and then uh, light them up. It's, I told you, I, 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 I told you it was gonna be awkward and this is just more, more awkward than you ever thought it was gonna be. And we're, but we're giving your kids ice cream and, and um, bounce houses tonight. Okay, so uh, 
I can't proceed until we get everyone covered. And um, you hustling, Bush, or what are you doing? Dear God. Walking on my field. Golly, I got a big old guy there, Taylor. You got him? Well, why are you walking that way? You got to come over here. Oh, you got one back there too. Get the big guy. How big are you? How big a boy are you, son? Yeah, you're pretty big. Latch on to that, Taylor. See how far that goes. Let's get awkward with him. <laughs> that gum mountain. It's like Walking Tall. Remember that movie? Walking Tall got filled with the Holy Ghost tonight. Okay, I think we're good. Did you cover who was back there, Taylor? Okay. God, we humbly come to you now in the name of Jesus. God, I thank you that you are backing our play tonight. God, I thank you for a transformational moment in every person's life who's standing. God, I thank you again, the work you've started, you're faithful to complete under the day of Christ Jesus. God, that it's no longer we who live, but Christ who lives in us. Can everyone in the room just repeat this with me? Father God, I give you my life. I make Jesus Christ the Lord of my life. I'm trusting you, God. God, I thank you. From here on out, there is salvation on my lips. There is healing in my hands. And God, I thank you that I'm going to heaven because Jesus is Lord of my life and I'll never smell the scent of hell. God, I thank you for the finished work of Christ. I've, I've got it all now, God. I house your kingdom within me. Now, God, I thank you for a subsequent grace to be filled with your spirit from the top of my head to the soles of my feet. I went old school on that one. From the top of my head to the soles of my feet. And God, I thank you for the grace to be continually filled with your spirit. And God, just to put icing on the awkward cake, God, we have the innate ability now to pray in an unknown tongue, a heavenly language, to build the capacity of your grace and our faith in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Now begin to pray for them. God, I thank you now in the name of Jesus. You guys that are being prayed for, just begin to pray in an unknown tongue right now. You activate your vocal cords. You pray as the Spirit gives you utterance. God, I thank you in the name of Jesus for this revival that's happening in our lives. God, I thank you that the work you've started, you're faithful to complete under the day of Christ Jesus. God, we are blessed to be a blessing. And God, I thank you now in the name of Jesus for a supernatural release of the anointing of the Holy Spirit to break every yoke of bondage, to remove every burden. Devil, you have no dominion, no authority over, over any of these lives. And God, I thank you now for the disciples that are being made in this place. God, I thank you from the top of their head to the soles of their feet. God, I thank you that your kingdom has come. Your will is done on earth in this place as it is in heaven. 
In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. If you'd like more information about the ministries of Gut Church, visit our website at gutchurch.com.